Doing good. Richard. How you doing, bro? I'm doing all right, mate. It's um, I'm up here in beautiful snowy Scotland. Is it? Has it snowed? Mate, we had eight inches. Why the eight f- inches of snow this week? Why the fuck? Minus fourteen. My village made the news. It was the coldest place in the country. Why did you not send me and Joe pictures? We would have loved to have seen that shit. Because the only picture that I took was the, of um, the impression of my cock and balls <laughs> in the snow, measuring the depth, and I wasn't entirely comfortable sending that to yourself. So hold hold on a minute. Uh, so, send it to Joe's mum. Hold on, <laughs> hold on a minute. Did you just take a picture of your penis and your balls in the freezing cold? Did you just whip it out? And no, 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 no. The, the, the impression. The impression Shit, that I, it left. I don't believe you, Dunk. I, I reckon you... It's like, it's like a mould mold of penis, but with snow and ice. I mean, I'm really disappointed in you. Not I was going to message you so many times, you and Laura, and be like, what's the snow like there? Because, you know, we've had minus five and it's been really fucking cold here. My apparatus has not fucking liked it. But we've, like, me and Joe bitching, like, fuck, it's cold. But we haven't had any snow at all. Like, no no snow at all. Minus 14, 8 inches of snow. We had another 3 inches last night. And today is the first time in over a week where the temperature here has been over 0 degrees. Can you... I I can't function with minus 5. How are you functioning with minus 14, bruv? Um, it... Poorly. Poorly. I've been working as well, so it's been causing all sorts of issues with the trains. I but fucking it's been, bet um... it is. Yeah, man. Um, it's just, you get on with it. After a certain point, it's just, it's equally as cold. But I, the difference between minus 10 and minus 20 is nothing. It, it's just cold. I heard... Um, you had the same amount of clothing, the same amount of movement, the same amount of techniques to try and stay warm, but it's just, yeah. I heard Canada's had like minus, is it like minus 40 or something ridiculous like that? Proper Siberian blast. Yeah, I... Oh. See, I like, I I don't know. I always say I like the cold. If I could have the cold and with the sun, I think I'd be a very happy person. So that is... I'd get, the... the, vi- get the vitamin D, but I'd also not have to expose my ugly body to the world. That is today. Today is sunny, so it looks nice, but freezing. I'll send you some pics. I did take some pics of um, the weather conditions for my cousins, but I'm... Uh, I love a pick, mate. I love a pick. Sorry, D- Dizzy's trying to uh, interrupt the podcast. D- Dizzy, me and Dunk got a podcast to do, all right? We haven't even picked the topic yet. All right, Diz, chill, chill, chill. You ready for the question today, J- Dunk? I nearly called you Joe then. I apologise. Unbelievable. See, you, you do, this man does so many podcasts that he doesn't <laughs> even know who his co-host is. It's because you were talking about banging his mum, so <laughs> it's distracting. Yeah, we, were all, we were all talking about banging his mum. Anyway, uh, yeah. Eiffel Tower, bitch. <laughs> the question. <laughs> All right, Dunk. Yes, mate. It's a new year, which means there's a new season of Formula One coming up. So I want to know who will win Formula One this season. And I want your lowdown, your predictions, your previews on this upcoming Formula One season. Are you excited for this season, Dunk? F1 2024, I am. I, it's It's been quite an interesting week for Formula One news. Um, unexpectedly so, because it's off-season at the moment for another... Um, month and in a month's time they're going to start launching the cars and start launching the liveries and doing all of the wanky shit with the sponsors <laughs> where they host a big room of people with very expensive drinks and say here's our car it's going to be a winner this year um but mclaren this week launched their livery 
they've sort of rebranded the F1 team, um, doing everything it can and all it takes. I think they're going to get a win this year. You think they're going to win? That's my prediction. You think they're going to win the Grand Prix? Uh, they're going to win Not, a Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. A, a single. They're going to win a single race, um, which they haven't done since Daniel Ricciardo won in Monaco back in twenty twenty. Okay. So it's been it's been a couple of years, um, not as long as it was before Daniel had won. But um, there's, yeah, did you tell I'm, me there's twenty two, rate like twenty two cars racing now, right? Uh, not yet. Not yet. So we've got another one or two years. I think it's one year. I think Andretti uh, Motorsport are joining uh, F1 next year. I believe it might be twenty six. Um, but that will take the grid up to 22 drivers, um, which will be exciting. Um, the last time there were that many teams on the grid was about 10 years ago. So we've had a, a solid grid of 20 drivers for a while. Why is um, A lot of drivers are still driving, which means that none of the new blood's getting any seats. But um, so did Jag- Mick, Schumacher, Mick Schumacher, mate, he, Jag- might, he might be back. Hold on, we'll go into that. Jag- Jaguar got taken over by Red Bull, am I right? They did, yes, back in 2007. That doesn't make sense to me, because Jaguar is an actual car brand, and Red Bull is a shit, fizzy drink that kills people and is banned in France. I don't understand. Wait, Red Bull's banned in France? Yeah, it's banned in France. They eat horses. Surely a bit of bull semen's going to be fine in a drink. It's not the bull semen, man. Apparently it causes cardiac arrest. It's been proven. I, I don't touch Red Bull, bruv. I fully, yeah, don't touch Red Bull. Cardiologists tell you do not touch Red Bull, and I believe what cardiologists tell me. And doctors who care about kidney stones will also tell you to avoid energy drinks as well. See? Because that is a strong form of kidney stones. Fuck that shit. All right, go on. Tell me more. Tell me. I'm glad that Jaguar's not there because red, red, that green Jaguar. Me and you always talk about because that is always. Mate, that livery. That livery was the greatest livery that has been in F1. Yeah, man, by far. So good, so, so good. good, and I feel like no one's made it since. No, all of the liveries in the moment have been really fucking boring. Yeah. Which is the exciting part of this year is that we get to see that Red Bull is going to be running an almost identical car to what they've run for the past oh nine years. Um, their B team, Alpha Tauri, is going to be having a rebrand. We don't know what it's going to be called yet, but they're um, they've deleted all their social media as yet, mm-hmm. um, so they haven't launched their team name. Ferrari is going to be red. It should be red. It should always be red. It's not 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 a bold prediction, but it's going to be red. Um, I don't know. I'd quite like them to mix it up. No dunk. No, no. That's I like I like I like to, uh, to see just for one season Ferrari running a uh, Dino yellow because uh, Enzo Ferrari's son was called Dino and he they had a, a Ferrari car which was called a Dino as well but he had a specific color which is a Dino yellow. I'd love to see Ferrari run that for a year. I um my issue with that is that that to me is like a football team changing their shirt color their home shirt color. It just no. Well, you mean like Arsenal with their um. Their white for street violence white kit. Though I I like that campaign. I'm all for that campaign. I mean, I'm if, for the campaign, but I mean the fact that it's not commercially viable. At least if you're going to have the shirts, sell the shirts, and then pump the money into the campaign you're supporting. Not yeah, just, very very true. You know, do but, something. 
Um, um, yeah, Dun- I reckon, you know, if they went yellow, they, they could probably uh, get a DHL sponsorship going. Dun- I'm, I'm going to send you a picture right now on your phone. I hope, have you got your phone on you for, for this? Yep, it's resting on my penis. This is, since that green Jaguar, this is the sexiest looking Formula One car I've seen since. Um, and it, I don't believe it's ever actually been used erased, but I'm going to send it to you because it's sexy as fuck and you can talk about it to the listeners. The doodle about? car? Yeah. Did, you're calling that car sexy? That car's fucking gorgeous. What are you fucking on about, bruv? Have you seen the doodle house? No. Same artist. No. Mr. Doodle was given an entire mansion. To doodle? To do his doodle art. <laughs> and he did sort of like a, a, a time-lapse series of photography as he was doodling this entire house. Crazy. And Utterly is, insane. So this was Red Bull... Um, that was a test delivery, yes, um, from several years ago. Let me just have a look. It's got the halo. So, yeah, that was within the last couple of years. Fucking, it's, it's a buff car, bruv. It's a buff car. It's, uh, so, in terms of test liveries, I think Sauber, or what was Sauber and what was Alfa Romeo, it's now going to be called Steak F1. What? I think we've... Have you ever heard of Steak? Uh, the food, yeah. Uh, no, the gambling site, which has no age restrictions and um, no used way. to get streamed on Twitch and got banned because uh, they were streaming to minors and they were going on and generating gambling debt. But now they have a car. But now they have a car. Um, Stake also has the streaming platform called Kick, which is where all of the people that have ever been banned from Twitch end up because <laughs> they have no moderating so you can do what you want madness man. you want to watch you want to watch porn on stream go ahead join join kick and you can stream it to lots of underage people it's ridiculous that is insane but so for two years anyway um, their corrupt money will be in formula one um after the end of 25 uh audi are actually taking over uh stake f1 racing and it'll be Audi F1. So Audi are going to be coming into Formula 1 in two years, which but is exciting. Why did Jag... I don't understand how Red Bull is a car, because they're not a car. They're a franchise. And they are. But Who's making the parts? Are Jaguar making the parts? No, no. They So they bought out the Jaguar factory and the Jaguar team. They've just branded it with Red Bull. Fucking dickhead. And then subsequently invested a lot of money into it. Um, but Jaguar were bought. I think they bought Arrows, um, which used to have the orange uh, livery. Max's dad, Jos Verstappen, drove for Arrows mm. way back, way back when. Um, but it's now Red Bull is actually going into partnership with Ford. So we get suddenly having had no American manufacturers in Formula One. We're getting American manufacturers come back. So it's going to be Ford um, making an engine for Red Bull. You've got Chevrolet potentially going to be coming into the sport with Andretti. And um, you've got Logan Sargent, who is the worst F1 driver on the grid and still has a driver ahead of Mick Schumacher. Okay, let's talk Mick Schumacher. So what's happened? You sent me a video the other day on Instagram. Do you want to tell our listeners about that? Uh, I think you should. I don't get a chance to properly listen to it. It's so the guys ask, 
Um, did they ask why did you fire Mick Schumacher? Yes, they did. So one of the exciting developments was Mick Schumacher was in um, Haas F1 race team for two seasons opposite Nikita Mazepin, the son of a disgraced um, Russian oligarch who, through sanctions, ended up with no money. Um, but uh, so Haas sacked their team principal, Gunter Steiner. Anybody who's a fan of Drive to Survive or has ever seen it. He has been a content mind for them. He's fantastic. He's such a a, a clippable character. But he sacked Mick and got asked because he, he he got sacked. Well, he got sacked from Haas during the week, and he wasn't allowed to go back to the factory. So they put on like a special press event where people could ask him questions. Mm. And a kid asked Gunter why he sacked Mick Schumacher, and his answer was. We just needed some experience in the car. It wasn't that Mick was bad. It was just that they needed to have experience and apparently Mick with his two years in F1 wasn't good enough. Even though his dad's Michael Schumacher and he's been around the whole thing since he was a kid. Correct. Yeah. Right. Much like Max Verstappen, who was given all of the opportunities and yeah. everything that he was uh, then turned eventually into uh, a world championship. Um. A quick, quick uh, kind of fun question for you. Who is the greatest Formula One driver of all time in history? In terms of... I mean, I've want, I've, I want your personal preference first. I would argue Lewis Hamilton is the greatest of all time. So for me, it's Michael Schumacher. But the three names that come to mind whenever I think about this question... It's Lewis Hamilton, Michael Schumacher, and Senna, right? That's his name, Senna. Yeah, Ayrton Senna, yeah. So the, the, the reason why Ayrton always gets thrown into the mix is because, obviously, unfortunately, he died while he was on his prime. Um, you know, he, he'd come off the back of a, a world title with McLaren. He'd just joined Williams. They had um, developed a car that actually had something that was so quick and so advantageous that they banned uh, it's a fricking system and they banned it going into the race weekend where um, he unfortunately lost his life and his, his teammate lost his life the day before how did and, was that for a crash? yeah uh, it was a crash at Imola there's um, a hairpin at Imola and um, the car was unbalanced didn't stop broke and he just went straight into uh the concrete walls on the outside now lessons have been learned and they tend to use less concrete walls at uh, racetracks or they'll put tech pro barriers which is like a squishy memory foam type thing to absorb a lot of the uh, the impact but because he was still at the peak of his performance he could very well have gone on to win another yeah. two or three world championships yeah he was that good a driver and he was that adaptable a driver and um was there's it? a wonderful story actually one of his previous engineers said about uh, Monaco and he had a crash at Monaco and he said that the barrier must have moved five millimetres from where it had been before and the engineer said now nah, you're making it up you just drove into the wall it's just a mistake they went down and looked and in actual fact somebody had hit the barrier in practice slightly bent it out and Ayrton had come around his next lap and just clipped it Fuck. that's the level of precision that he had yeah but in terms of the greatest I think Lewis is arguably the greatest world champion. 
And the reason why I'd put Lewis above Michael is the additional uh, politics that Lewis has had to put up with. Yeah, there has been a lot. As part of the sport. And Mm -hmm. also, the reason why Michael did so well was Michael was uh, a whole new breed of Formula 1 driver. He was the driver that would eat, uh, not drink alcohol, work out. He was physically fit, whereas everybody else in the field was still drinking, Mm -hmm. smoking fornicating they were doing all of the things that um you associate with someone like james hunt for example eddie irvine so eddie irvine he's irish he's, you know, a playboy, he's, always drinking. he's a fucking playboy um so the fact that he was already mentally ahead of everybody else i think could be attributed to why he did so well whereas lewis already had um an entire field of drivers which were of a similar level but had been given opportunities that he hadn't because they were, you know, um, invested in by white banks in Switzerland. So I, I think, as well as the stats, I think, um, yeah, Lewis is arguably the greatest world champion. Who's going to win this year then? Max Verstappen. Because he's, he's good? Not, or he's got a good he, car? He's, he's got a... I think he is good. Um, he drives a car in a particular way and the team will engineer and design the car around him because they know that if he wins they're probably going to do very well in the constructors championship which is what the teams care about who's his partner who's his partner uh sergio perez who is out of contract at the end of the season so the story to watch will be whether daniel ricardo can do enough this season to justify having a drive at red bull in 2025 There's a lot of drivers out of contract at the end of 24, but um, not Mercedes. Mercedes seem to be sticking by their drivers until 2026. I, I'm going to be really childish, right? And I'm going to look at all the cars and I'm going to vote for the car I like, the, the look of the most stunk, and I'm going to tell you what car that is and then I'll tell you that that's who I'm going to follow. And I never get time to watch Formula 1 because it's quite a long sport and I already watch too much football, so I can't fit both in. And I'm also trying to watch tennis, the ladies' tennis in the Australian Open at the moment as well. But I will be coming to you for updates to see how my team's doing. Okay, I will give you up. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do a pre-season prediction um, once all of the car liveries are out in about a month's time, and cool. we'll. Uh, When's the first race? We'll... First race is Bahrain on the second of March. So it's not when I was a kid. It was I'm sure it was always Australia. It always used to be. Um, they've changed that now. They're looking at reducing, they've, they've almost, this year, unlike any other, they've segregated the races into almost like geographic locations Which to is... reduce the amount of travel. And because there's 24 races, they need the time to actually get from race to race. I was gonna so say, it starts in Bahrain and then it goes to Saudi now. Arabia. 24 fucking races. 24 races between here and December, well, between March and December. It's going to be Before beautiful. time runs out. Tell me, um, which what, what's your favourite track? Uh, my favourite track is Spa-Francorchamps. Where's that? It's in Belgium. Oh, it's cool. in the Ardennes, Ardennes Forest, and it's got uh, one of the most beautiful series of corners. You go from Turn 1, is La Source, there's a beautiful straight, and then you go through Eau Rouge and Radion, and the cars are going flat, and they go through this beautiful chicane and up a hill onto the Kemmel straight. It's just, yeah, what? 
do, um, does Britain still have um, Silverstone? Yeah, yes, 